0: Thank you for tuning in to Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin.
1: Hey Reaper, welcome to the next installment of the Z-Code Podcast. I'm really excited ahead of our conversation, mainly because of your predominance that you have shown to the community over the last few weeks and Most of obviously you have been a rather new member, but at the same time you have presented yourself in the best way possible. You have a really strong entry. So without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you the first question, which is, could you tell me about your background, where you're from and where did you grow up? Hey Jake, thanks for
0: the invite onto the podcast. I'm very humbled by the opportunity. My name is Alex. I'm probably one of the younger contributing members on Zcode. I'll be turning 27 next month. I've spent the last few years uh, in the Army stationed in North Carolina. Uh, I was born in Portland, Oregon and lived there most of my life. I'll be heading back there as soon as I'm done with the Army. Uh, My wife and two children have already made their way back and so I've basically just been holding down the fort by myself and really delving into the, the sports investing world, getting back into stock trading, Forex trading. Mm-hmm. I was a full-time Forex trader for a couple of years. Uh, I brought in about 40% returns each month. Wow. I was able to sustain, you know, regular living charges just doing that. And I had a great time doing it. And then, you know, life life changes, takes mm-hmm. you on different paths. And now here I am seeing it come full circle back into it part of this great z code community more and more each day
1: all right so i know it's a bit of a long shot but how does the experience of the army transfer to being a trader i'm assuming there is quite a lot of discipline required to be one
0: i don't think the two can quite compare to be honest Um, army isn't what i quite expected of it Mm -hmm. i'm a heavy equipment operator and i was supposed to be stationed in fort drum But uh, they offered me to go to airborne school, and that would change my duty station. Mind you, uh, Fort Drum gets to be negative 30, and I'm not a fan of intensely cold weather. So, uh, yeah, I uh, signed up to jump out of airplanes at 1,200 feet. (laughs) Sounds pretty crazy. It's uh, one of the biggest thrills or rushes that you could ever get in your life. I promise you that.
1: So, what made you do it? as in sign up for the army because i believe you must have had a pretty stable lifestyle with the forex trading and a steady income from that
0: yeah well um to be honest uh my my fiance and i had split up um when i had kind of a bad streak in forex and in that process kind of cleaned me out Mm -hmm. uh so i had to give that up and find, you know, a regular full-time job, a new place to live, Um, and of course, I had a child to take care of as well, so I had uh, bigger priorities to take care of at the time, and in terms of the Army, I always wanted to serve ever since I was younger. Um, I started college when I was 16, and uh, that kind of put a damper on me serving, and again, I had plans to, you know, have a master's by the time I was 24, and you know, be a physical therapist or whatever whatever I wanted to do back in the day. Uh, but, you know that that stuff never panned out properly, just like the forex. You know, eventually came to a halt. Um, and then, you know, I, I met my beautiful wife. We had a child of our own, and uh, I joined the army a few years ago, and uh, never looked back.
1: So you definitely come across as a type of person who sticks to his word and definitely tries to accomplish the the goals that you set out for yourself so setting those things aside i kind of have the next question lined up i want to ask you about the betting scenery in <laughs> in us do you have any sort of restrictions in place or do you feel like you have a lot of freedom when it comes to placing pets
0: yeah sure uh to be honest you know being in the, the us sports betting is a little bit more difficult uh when i first came about sports betting you know probably five six years ago um, I used Baveda. I had a, a colleague who told me about it and at the time all I bet on was NBA yeah I wasn't very good at <laughs> picking you know spreads but I could sure pick the winners <laughs> and as you know and uh, everybody who talks in the, the Z code community you know betting juice is just not the way to go
1: like mm-hmm.
0: so that, that never really worked out either um, and then about six months ago uh, I started getting into esports again, watching it. I, you know, I played uh, Counter-Strike for about 15 years on and off, and uh, I, I loved just watching the pros play. Um, and so I, again, signed up with Boveda, and I was doing a little bit of um, investing on Counter-Strike games, seeing some profitability, and then I figured, you know what, we might as well give uh, sports betting another try. And, uh, that's where <laughs> things kind of took a turn because, um, being in the army, I, I work crazy hours, you know, there's 24 hour shifts, there's, I leave the house at five in the morning. I don't get back until seven at night. So I didn't really have enough time to spend as everyone knows as Z code, it takes a lot of time to really pick the winners that you have a house edge over them. Mm. So I just decided that I would, you know, take some, some buy, buy some picks from somebody, you know, thinking that mm. that was going to be the key to success. And boy, was I wrong.
1: <laughs> mm. Sadly, I think everyone has to go through that path and uh, learn from mistakes.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty unfortunate, uh, but good thing I caught on pretty quickly. You know, I was looking at it like, Hey, I'm paying this guy $200 a month and I'm I'm breaking even <laughs> something is not right here.
1: Yeah. Right, so you mentioned Counter-Strike, which is one of my personal favorites as well. I believe I must have played played Counter-Strike for as long as you have. To be honest, I think it probably started <laughs> yeah. with one point five, and then you know transitioned to one point six when uh, Steam came out. And uh, yes, CS:GO right now. What what is your general perception of where the game is right now? And um, Obviously, there's a competitor in the in the market, Valorant. Do you feel like that has put a dent on the actual game itself? or
0: It's kind of odd, honestly. Uh, it, it seems like Valve just doesn't care about all the hackers in the game anymore. Um, mm. So really, the only way to get that competitive feeling that you want is to pay for services like ESEA. Um, and in terms of Valorant, I don't see what the hype is. I did play it when it first came out, but... Um, yeah, It's a huge competitive scene right now. As you can tell, there's so many tournaments going on. I haven't seen a ton of games that I could bet on on Baveda for Valorant, um, but I'm sure that'll probably change in the future.
1: Sadly, because the game is so new, it's really hard to tell. Well, basically, we don't, we don't really have much statistics on each of the teams in Valorant. Uh, but I'm still observing it, it just from, you know, third-person view looking at how the games are playing out but i still wouldn't have any confidence in terms of putting any bets on for that game just because it's
0: yeah no i get that completely but on the other token a lot of the professional valorant players are ex csgo players Um, like a big one hiko who plays for 100 thieves yeah they just won a tournament over uh, i think it was I think it was Valorant First Strike or something like that. A big tournament um mm-hmm. that they took first place in. So, you know, there's there's a couple of big names like Tens and uh Wardell. You know, there, like I said, a few a few names, but I, I wouldn't put any money on it right now either.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of um sort of a mixture of really young guys pushing through and also the, the quite the veterans we could call them. Especially from the from the american region a lot yeah, of these exactly. guys sort of retired from csgo and went on to play valorant i guess where they followed the money and uh, csgo in general has a really huge skill setting
0: <clears throat> like i said um, originally i was just betting on esports just counter-strike games you know the over-unders uh, playing a few props here and there like uh, navi's a big team for me and obviously astralis so Whenever they're playing a really low-tier team, I like to take a prop like they will win both pistol rounds in this game. You know, it's usually like plus 250 or something like that. So it pays pretty decently. Um, guessing the correct score can also pay out quite a bit as well. Um, so if you just bet that it's a 2-0, um, a lot of times it'll be like plus 350 or something like that. So it gives you a lot of room for error. You don't need a such a high strike rate to make a profit, which is what I really like. Um And then, you know, after failing with the uh, picks, I did a a few of my own. I was, you know, dabbling in it as I went along as well because, you know, I've played sports. I've followed sports my whole life. And uh, I saw a little bit of success, but I needed, you know, just that extra help. I I noticed that, you know, the public always loses, right? I mean, I I can't say they always lose, but over time, they lose. That's why there's chandeliers everywhere in Vegas, you know. (laughs) Vegas wouldn't be what they are if it wasn't for people chasing coin. And uh, so I was actually looking up tools to bet against the public and uh, Z code popped up. And so I signed up for the free tools and obviously line reversals will only show you so many of the games. um, If you're not a member and uh, I contemplated it for probably two to three weeks And I saw a lot of success in the games that I was betting. Um, You know, just basically whenever there was like 80% of the public on one side, but there also wasn't a huge disparity in the over-under, is usually what I I saw the most success in.
1: I think line reversals is probably one of the strongest tools there is in the market right now. Very understated, I would say. But it does have its... Especially when you have the, the... expert analysis on top of it because a lot lot of guys who come from the sports betting background with many many years of experience and they apply the line reversals together it it really is something else
0: yeah especially you can see really close to game time just those minute movements that completely change what the outcome is going to be or what we perceive it to be you know
1: Mm. I do have a question because you did mention that you've been a big fan of sports for many, many years. What was the first sport that you get that you managed to get into?
0: I played baseball for about nine years of my life. Um, and pretty much every other sport, I just played like streetball, you know. I was never on a team. It was just, you know, football. We'd be in the middle of the street, you know, back when mm-hmm. kids actually played in the mud and stuff. They're not stuck on technology and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, uh, basketball soccer pretty much everything Um, even even tennis i know that's a big one of your sports i did take that in college wasn't the best at it but uh tell you what i can i can beat quite a bit of people at ping pong
1: (laughs) all right so you also happen to run a couple of systems and one of them is euro roulette permutation progression system i kind of wonder what it is all about can you run me through it
0: yeah, you know, it's, it's really hard to explain it over the phone, over text. Uh, I know a few guys have been struggling to understand the idea, but also a lot of people have been making a lot of money off of it. Um, so basically, just, you know, in layman's terms, it's uh, you, you sit down or virtually, you know, on a live table at the table, you uh, see five spins. So say you get uh, red, black, red, black, red. So the next spin that comes up is going to determine what our progression will be. So the red, black, red, black, red would be the permutation that we set. And most of the times, I'm just writing this down on a notepad next to me. You know, It's, it's one of those things where you don't have to be 100% focused, but if you are 100% focused, you can get in and get out a lot quicker. <clears throat> so if uh, the next spin is red, we're going to bet the opposite of the last four In the permutation so the reason for that is because the first spin was red in the permutation and we on the on the sixth spin we got the same color so now we're gonna bet red black red black so the opposite of the last four until one unit is achieved and uh, you know to my surprise over the years it has about a 97% strike rate which is insane you know so many people lose money on roulette day in day out well I make money day in Mm -hmm. day out and it's true on the other side so in that same scenario if it would have hit black on the sixth spin then we would just bet the black red black red in the progression um and what i've noticed is that guys like edis and lanny are modifying the system to you know whatever rules they have in place for how they invest that's how they modify them and that's the power of z code you know we can give each other all the ideas but until you change them for what works for you you can't really see the value you know because people will only invest in what they believe in
1: mm. yeah a lot of it, it it comes down to just trial and error if, if it works for you it's gonna work for you but obviously by reading it you know it it's like everything else in life i suppose if you don't try you won't know what it's like so you can read about it but then once you try it then you'll determine whether it's actually for you or not and speaking of which of of uh systems in general i believe you also run nba quarters one two three ats is that basically an abc progression on the on each of the quarters excluding the last one
0: yes exactly yeah it's just a abc progression And we've been betting on the spread instead of the money line just because there's less juice to pay. Uh, However, sometimes, a couple times this week, uh, the Spurs have, they've been getting points regardless. So the money line naturally is like plus 140 for the quarter. So I could have bet money line there, but I just took the points anyway. Um, But yes, it's just ABC to win one unit. So I risk just slightly above one unit to return one unit. If the first quarter doesn't hit, then... Uh, position properly until we win that unit
1: one thing with progressions is that i found that sometimes there is a change in the general feel for the game so for example you'll watch nets play a match and they will get absolutely demolished in the first two quarters do you ever cancel your progression or do you always go with confidence on the seabed
0: it's it's a really
1: double-edged sword there um like Last night's a great example of the
0: Nets um, playing against Memphis. Uh, We found out, you know, probably four hours in advance that KD and Kyrie Irving were not going to be playing. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be another repeat of when Kawhi was out with the Clippers and they're just going to demolish them. So uh, I figured I'll just take the hit on that first quarter. And I even, I posted it to the wall. Let, you know, anybody who was following that play know, Hey, we're going to be swapping over to Memphis playing quarters you know and to my surprise of course the nets win the second quarter (laughs) so that progression still would have been perfectly fine but in the end um our our idea here was to cover not only the progression loss if it was to be there but also i had posted a play um against the spread for the full game on the nets and i wanted to cover that loss as well you know um, i still wrote this down as a loss for the record um i think Right now, we're sitting at 8-1 and one since the since I started the, the quarter. So, going strong. Um, but, yeah, I wrote it down as a loss because I don't care about the record. I care about my bankroll and everybody else's bankroll that's following.
1: From the notes that you left for me, you said that most of the matches or most sports are rigged nowadays. What do you mean by that? <laughs> so, that's always <laughs> a touchy
0: subject. Um, um, you know, whenever you, you try to tell somebody that they're rigged, they're, they're not going to believe it. Um, or maybe they do, I don't know, but you can really see it in the NFL, you know, just it's so blatantly obvious sometimes like they'll get to, uh, the one yard line and then just fall over. And I get it. It's like a tactic in a way, because then you don't give the other team a chance possibly to block the, uh, extra point or something. I don't really know what the idea is behind it, but in my mind, they don't score that touchdown because they know what the the Vegas spread line is. And they're talking to the coaches and letting them know what not to do. I mean, you've seen match fixing in esports, so why wouldn't it be happening in professional sports, you know?
1: Yeah, and saying that the match fixing in esports was quite severe at one stage, but then again, the way it was handled with, there was no real regulation at the time for that. So the the players who ended up bringing them a bunch of matches just got banned forever for the rest of their lives. So the repercussions <laughs> yeah. of, of doing that were pretty severe at the time. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: there, there are, you know, ex-NFL players who have spoken out about it, you know. Um, so I don't feel like they're just doing it for attention. I can't remember his exact name, but he played for a very long time in the league, and he was pretty clear that uh there, there's match fixing going on in the nfl so
1: you're a quite active person on the wall when it comes to posting picks and one of the interesting ones that i picked out is the the pick of the evening i presume this is one of your strongest bets that you put out each day or is it daily or do you try to keep it daily what goes into your analysis as well for those picks
0: so pick of the evening is pretty much just when I haven't posted any plays at all, um, and I've come up with one high probable play. And okay, I, f- I feel like less is more. Um, so if there's you know ten games slated for the evening, I picked out this one that we have the best advantage over the books to win.
1: So, you did mention a bunch of tools as well that you tend to utilize from Zico that also got you into the community in the first place but speaking as a whole do you utilize anything else apart from line reversals that goes into your analysis on a daily basis
0: so for the most part the only tools that i've been using as of late are line reversals soccer buddy and i'll look at some of the tools that are underneath the wall um, like team oscillators um, power rankings, although power rankings have proven wrong a few times. Uh, not a huge fan of score predictor, although I have seen it it be pretty close in most cases. And as well as the totals, usually when there's like a five star total, it's pretty close to uh, to hitting. I would say probably like a sixty percent strike rate. So, but aside from that, I mean that's that's basically it. That's all I use: line reversals and then Soccer Buddy for soccer.
1: As far as the tools go outside of the community do you utilize any of them as well and you can speak freely about anything that you use for your systems
0: yeah I mean I don't really use any outside tools because I don't need to my investment in sports has gone up tenfold since I've joined this community I've adapted to how I was when I first joined you know no more chasing bets taking high probable plays not taking a million plays a day, um, so there's really no need for any external tools, you know. Aside from, you know, when I was listening to to Christopher's podcast, uh, he spoke highly a lot about making sure you pay attention to weather and injury reports, and that's something I I tend to forget, as we could see last night with the Nets. You know, <laughs> that's why I typically wait until it's closer to game time before I want to post things. So I do want to see, you know, for MDA obviously weather's not a thing, but, but injuries or players who are ruled out for the game, are they, they create a huge factor. Um, so, yeah, I, I basically just look at CBS sports just like he does um, to look at injury reports and, and weather reports for NFL and any outdoor sports. And that's, that's the only outside tool I would use.
1: Obviously, coronavirus has taken a massive toll on sports as a whole, but one of the sports which didn't have as much of a negative effect was NBA, as mainly due to its bubble, which was organized by the NBA themselves. I want to ask you a question whether the setting that was organized for the players and obviously they were stationed in this bubble where they were not allowed to leave the, you know, the hotels and they could only practice with the team, not not really much interaction and so on. Did you change your approach for analysis of matches when this was happening?
0: I don't know. It's really hard to analyze that in a way because these players have been performing in front of fans for several years you know they're used to the crowd firing them up or it might even be that for some players when they're not playing at home they get even more fired up because they've got all the fans against them you know so having no fans at all i think definitely has a detrimental effect and as i guess for soccer i'm not really sure you know the field's so big does does the home field really even matter i'm sure that uh the players were driving each other crazy.
1: This is the sad reality of the sports right now. Well, nothing else can be changed until things will become better. And hopefully that will come with the vaccines, of course. But those things aside, you are quite vocal about Bitcoin on the Z code wall. And I kind of wonder what your opinion is. Uh, you did mention that it's kind of overvalued. And a lot of it. I. I don't exactly know how it works personally. I know what cryptocurrency is and stuff, but I don't know what is the driving factor behind it that it's becoming such a, a valuable asset, I suppose.
0: You know, I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that crypto wallets are mostly anonymous. Um, and that's why people are dumping money into it because they can you know, move it wherever they want without Big Brother watching them. Um, and yes, I think that Bitcoin is very useless and super overvalued. Um, doesn't mean I haven't made money off of it, you know. Um, however, I think that it's going to end up like... Sorry, I messed up there. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> it's going to end up like XRP um, because, you know, the U.S. regulators... Came in, and they destroyed that cryptocurrency. They basically sued the owner or the CEO, whatever, and uh, the value dropped immensely. And I could see the same thing happening to Bitcoin. You know, U.S. regulators or the SEC can come in at any time, and Bitcoin will plummet. You know, uh, they just put in a motion to put a stop to the anonymity of crypto wallets. If that happens. You know Bitcoin is gonna lose about 10K in value. So for me nowadays, you know, people are still looking at opportunities. If you were in, you know, at even in March, it was down at 4K. Oh. So nine months ago was the time. If you hadn't already been on it, like yes, you could trade it intraday now, um, but it's just not it's not something that I want to risk any more money off of. You know, I've I've made my money off of it, and now I'm I'm done with it. I want to find my next Bitcoin
1: to invest in. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always wondered, and I, this might be coming from something I read online, is that whenever the economy is doing badly, people begin to invest more and more into stuff like cryptocurrencies. Is that true?
0: You know, I'm not entirely sure, and it's just weird in general that all of the stocks have just been going up like crazy since the dump off of you know when coronavirus started. Um, if you look at charts, basically everything hit their bottom in March and have just skyrocketed since. I mean, Amazon has gone up $1,600 per share, AMD has gone up $80 per share, Tesla almost $600 per share, and you can see it everywhere. You know, even you know the U.S. majors like the Dow Jones, S&P 500, Nasdaq—they've all risen to extreme heights and i just i don't see where the value is coming from i don't know if it's you know everybody's at home and they're looking to to make a living so they're just pumping up the prices kind of like the same way the public moves spread lines Mm -hmm. it could be that but you know i honestly think we're coming into the point where we're going to get another big crash like we, we saw in
1: 2008. yeah the numbers are definitely overinflated they feel like they're rising way too too rapidly for just comparable to the, to the previous months of, I guess, before COVID as well. I kind of wonder, sorry, I, I know I said that quite a lot, I wonder a lot today, but you did, you, you do, you do Forex and you did Forex before as well. Do you do it daily? Is this something you, you continue doing as well at the same time as uh, sports betting?
0: Well, with my family being gone right now, uh, I have a lot more, time to focus on you know, sports investing and I've just recently got myself back into to forex and stock trading so um, I'm going to do my best to do all three of them at the same time uh, but I do you know, I'm still the an army and I start my next term of college here in one week so I'm going to be extremely busy um, but I'm going to try my best to, to handle all of them and you know make my profit where I can
1: Hopefully, you're still gonna have enough time for Z code.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. I'll definitely uh, make my priority. I mean, it really doesn't take long to type up, you know, a couple of sentences, and I have alerts for you know who I do follow. So
1: that that's another great thing that you you do get those on your phone whenever you are out and about. You just get a push notification on your phone. Hey, there's a pic. All right, cool. And speaking of that. I'm assuming you do follow a bunch of guys. Could you run me through the list of these experts that you do like to follow?
0: Yeah, sure. um so I mainly follow old school Butcher fade Christopher those are kind of like the main four that I follow. I also take um, a lot of soccer picks from Gurgley, I think that's how you say his name, and uh Allie for live bets. I know there's a ton of really good live betters, but I've just I stick to Ally because I like the uh, value that he's usually posting ads generally you know over the uh, the even mark which is what i like for live bets and even when i was following some of nikita's plays um, i would wait until i got a better odd um so, so you know you have people like alan also who who posts pretty good odds so it's always not and he's usually on the same page as ali um, but I, I noticed that if i take picks from too many people i'll end up losing money you know because everybody's going to be on their own type of streak whether it's hot or cold so if you're taking every single pick that you see on the wall you're probably going to just break even
1: if you're lucky yeah in a a positive way saying that obviously uh, i know it kind of sounded quite mean but uh, it it is true that you know there's just so much going on on the wall it's best to just pick out the guys do you want to follow because i mean everybody has a bad day so and some people may have bad days along with others or some people may have amazing days along with others so you know there's a mixture just stick to to the guns that you want to stick to and um, go at it don't don't add too many into the mix because it will just get a bit too complicated in my opinion moving on to the last question i know you're a guy who likes to work on things in the background so if you can run me through the systems that you might be working on
0: well right now i just have two systems going Um, obviously the nba one two three quarters that we talked about uh, which is going really strong i expect we'll stay in the green all season you know i I don't expect that i'm going to keep this this great record going, but you know, as long as we're sitting around like the 60 to 70% point, then we'll be perfectly fine. We'll make a profit off of this system, no problem. Um, and aside from that, I'm working on Reaper Buddy, um, it's just a culmination of the Soccer Buddy tool and parlays. I don't really consider myself a soccer expert, um, it is something that I've watched over the years. More so, just the scores, and I really like watching FIFA World Cup. <laughs> but uh, getting into you know each individual team, there's so many of them from so many countries, and it's really hard. Like things change. It could be a six-goal game, or it could be a zero-zero. You know, so I'm just using the Soccer Buddy tool in in mixture with parlays to find plus-money opportunities, so that we can get a profit at a lower strike rate. I've been hitting a few bumps here and there, so I have kind of refrained from posting any more pics until I've got it kind of nailed down to where I want it to be.
1: And uh, you can add multiple signals that will perhaps adjust your hit rate here and there, and obviously you can change a few things before you go fully live. So this this is a good step back, and honestly, I really do wish you best of luck with it. This was a really nice podcast, great talking to you. Thank you so much for your time, Alex. And, um, you know, hopefully a better 2021. Then again, it's not easy to be 2020 <laughs> with with everything that's happened this year. I feel like, um, you know, it's just gonna be, it should be smooth sailing.
0: Yeah, we can't really get any lower than this last year. (laughs) You know, I keep saying it over and over in the chat. Uh, 2021 is going to be a great year, and it will be for all of us. You know, one team, one fight, and we're going to kill the bookies this year. Uh, It's been a pleasure to be on the podcast. I really appreciate the invite, and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing everybody on the wall. Thank you for listening to our Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.